City Life podcast. This is your host, Pastor Justin Dean. This podcast is all about helping you follow Jesus in the everyday normal rhythms of life. I've got three gentlemen on the podcast. Guys, would you introduce yourselves? Yeah, this is Rob Spextra, Pastor of Discipleship. Kevin Kenora, Pastoral Assistant. Alex Tate, Sexy Youth Director. All right, I'm going to kick this over to Kevin. Kevin's got the uh, subject of the day. Yeah, we are talking about, as we're renovating this building, as we're getting ready to move into the neighborhood, what are some principles for staying missional or maybe even stepping up our mission game on a Sunday morning? Okay. Where'd this question come from? This actually came from my wife. Uh, we, were, we were talking about it, talking about what it's going to look like in the new building, and she's it's just started as simple as... Uh, is it missional to sit in the same same place on a Sunday morning in the same seats and get to know the people around you? Should you change it up? So just kind of an outflow from that mm-hmm. spawned a conversation. I said, that'd make a great podcast topic. <laughs> there you go. Kevin All right. <laughs> yeah, we'll, well, we'll see if it's actually, we'll see if it makes a great podcast. <laughs> it's a good question. I don't know if it'll make a great podcast. Um, so interesting, this, inter- this is an interesting topic and, um, you could think of it as being missional. You could think of it as being hospitable, mm-hmm. as being welcoming. Um, you know, w- basically what, I guess one side of the question would be, what needs to change when we move into mm-hmm. our new building? Well, one of the ways that we've defined missional in the past 12 years is that we are an outward-facing church. So we want to engage unbelievers. We want uh, unbelievers and outsiders coming into the context that we have where Christians gather together. Uh, missional community, we've often said that missional community is the front door mm-hmm. of our church. We want outsiders coming into missional community, engaging with the Christian community, eating with them, praying with them, and you know, being on mission with them, eventually coming to faith. That's mm-hmm. you know, through the relationships. Uh, through relationship with God, God's people. And we also want them, once they engage at missional community, to come on Sunday morning. Now, it's interesting because in Iowa still and in Davenport still, there, there's some people won't come to church on Sunday morning, but they will come to missional community. And uh, some people, they do come. If, if they grew up in the church or they just think, hey, if I want to find God, I'm just going to show up. Um, now, it's... we. <laughs> We don't get too many people just that just walk off the street because, um, you know, our building in Davenport is a junior theater six days a week or six and a half days a week. Yep. But that most likely will change yep. as we get a new building, as we have a permanent location. It's going to have our sign out front. People are going to see us. They're going to drive by us. They're going to see our logo and all this kind of stuff. And so more than likely, we will have outsiders, unbelievers, um, more of them coming to our gatherings yeah. as we move into the new building. So w- what what needs to change uh, about our um, service? What needs to change about the way that we engage with people? Like you just brought up, you know, I, I think from the parking lot all the way into the sanctuary. And I'll just tell you, um, nothing's going to change that I'm aware of uh, from the stage. Nothing's going to change liturgy-wise. Nothing's going to change sermon-wise. Nothing's going to change music-wise. Um, what we're talking about is 
creating a more welcoming and inviting, inviting environment through God's people, yeah. and then potentially through service opportunities within the within the gathering. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm thinking right away we need to have we need to have good signage when people pull up. Mm-hmm. They need to know uh, where to pull in and where to pull out, right? Yeah, like right. which direction to go because it's kind of we've kind of got a one one directional uh, parking lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hoping that when people come up to our doors that we're going to have greeters mm-hmm. and they're going to have, they're going to meet somebody smiling and welcoming them and uh, happy that they came. Yeah. And then what we've talked about <clears throat> is having, uh, because our, okay, our building or more accurately, our buildings mm-hmm. that we've got, we've got a building that basically was five buildings put together. And so it's going to be a little complex finding your way around. Yeah. Now, if you're just trying to find the sanctuary, that's pretty easy. But restrooms and classrooms and different things, if you're coming in as a family, it's going to take some some explanation. Mm-hmm. And so what did we, Rob, why don't you speak to this? What, we, what have we kind of talked about? Yeah, doing? yeah, we've talked about the importance of having uh, a welcome counter. So there's going to be a welcome counter so that Im- immediately when... Folks come in, they'll be able to be greeted. Well, we'll have greeters, first of all. I guess I guess should mention the fact that we'll have greeters, and then after the greeters, they will go, they can, they'll be going by a welcome counter. The welcome counter can certainly be, an individual can be there to answer perhaps any questions. And probably the biggest question that most will have is, where do I take my children? So if they come in with children, they're going to want to know, want to know that. Uh, so hopefully that individual will be able to answer. Well, not hopefully that individual will be able to answer that question, but they're not going to leave that counter. We're going to have, we haven't decided what the names are. We're, like, we're calling them runners right now. <laughs> we're not sure if that's the right name for them, but it'll be individuals who will be, they will actually take them all the way to the spot where they need to go. So mm-hmm. it's not a, Hey, go this way, take a left, take a right, go and go another, which is, which is what we could do, but we don't yeah. want to do no, that. Yeah. I can't, I, I was in Home Depot this last week and I was trying to find something that was kind of obscure and you know I will go up and I find takes you forever to find an associate find oh yeah it's aisle 13 and then take a left and it's three quarters down on the way and then look and I'm like okay I'm gonna am I really gonna remember that right be so much better yeah so much better customer service if that person just said here let me show you where it's at let me take you there just walked you there yeah yeah uh, that was a that was a mandatory. That was at at Whole Foods when I worked at Whole Foods way back in the day. Oh, was that right? Yeah, that was a mandatory. Okay. So yeah, so having whatever we call them runners, but somebody that's going to escort you yeah. to the classroom that you're looking for, mm-hmm. um, and they can. So you're just getting a, you know, a better. I, I would say customer service, but it's not customer. It's just a better service of the guests that the Lord brings to our church. Yeah. So let me let me just jump off of where I'm going to be preaching on Sunday and and the individuals that come into each other's lives. So this is the come and see moment uh, of uh, first first chapter of the Gospel of John. And it's, it's individuals personally taking their friend, their brother to Jesus. Mm-hmm. And in, so, in one sense, that's what we're wanting to do. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we want to have them. We want to take them. We want to personally you know, take them wherever they need to go so that they they can uh, be served, be ministered to. So that's yeah, that's the aim. Yeah, yeah. All right, so we're we're trying to do some redesign, let's say, of um, our service opportunities. Yeah. On Sunday morning, so we're gonna have some greeters. We're gonna have these people that are escorts or runners that are bringing people to classrooms, showing people around. 
Um, and then obviously we're going to have our coffee area where people can get a, a nice cup of coffee and get service there. Um, and then we're going to have clearly displayed signage for, for everyone that, mm-hmm. that, uh, if you, they are, if anybody is walking around, you can see where our restrooms are. You can mm-hmm. see where the missional community table is, this kind of stuff. And, uh, we're specifically designing a really spacious atrium mm-hmm. yeah. that, um, is going to allow our people to congregate, to be, um, in the, in your word, to be missional. Mm-hmm. And, and that really, what, what that means is hopefully showing up, you know, 10 minutes early and, or showing up 10 minutes early, or maybe staying 10, 15 minutes later mm-hmm. and just hanging out in the foyer, hanging out in the church, going up, meeting somebody, greeting somebody, finding out where they're from, where, yeah. where they heard of our church. Are they a part of a missional community? Mm-hmm. Um, and just, we want all of our people to remember their missionary identity, mm-hmm. yeah. even when they're um, at church on Sunday morning, yeah. right? Yes. And, and and our the purpose isn't just to like reach the lost. The purpose is to disciple whoever God brings into our gathering, right? Mm-hmm. And so they might be a believer. They're just not a part of a church or they're not a part of a missional community, mm-hmm. right? And so we want to use our building and our time together on Sunday morning for relational development, mm-hmm. right? Yep. We're developing relationship with other people. Our, we don't have to, we won't have to run, get our, pick up our kids, right? Our kids, I mean, we can pick our kids up, but they can run with us and, yeah. <laughs> and be in the, mm-hmm. be in the lobby, be in the atrium area, hang out in the building. And there's no second service coming. So there'll be no real rush to just get out, mm-hmm. to get out and, mm-hmm. and let, make room for the next yeah. mm-hmm. service. Mm-hmm. So what about the people that are, um, they have their, their spot, you know, you got Becky that's been sitting there since 1982 and that's her spot, you know, <laughs> should we, that's yeah. a made up person by the way. So, uh, so should, should we do that or should it be like, Hey, let's move around the sanctuary. Let's meet n- different people. Let's build some relationships. Yeah. I don't think it matters too much. Okay. I don't think it matters too much. Um, I think and you could push back on that. Maybe it does, but um, I think it's fine to have your spot. What's more important is that you don't just get myopic and just sit down there and mm-hmm. forget about everybody around you, yeah. but you use the time Joel gives us to shake hands. If you see somebody sitting by themselves, you should think like a missionary, think like a disciple maker. You should go up and... So here, here's the idea. Most people don't realize this, but... Oh, man, and well, I don't know. I'm about to step in on something because there's there's really two types of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's there's people that come in, and they really do. They would like to meet people. They would yeah. like to be greeted. They would like to be welcomed. Most people that are familiar with church, modern church, let me say it like that, they want to be greeted. Hmm. They want to be greeted for whatever reason. They've been taught. Specifically, if they ever went to a mega church or a, a church like that, that's more, um, what's the, what's the attractional, mm-hmm. the attractional church? They've been taught that happy, smiley greeters are a sign of a quote, good church. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's kind of frustrated me. And this is one of the reasons why I didn't actually, we have never had greeters at Sacred City is because I didn't think that was necessarily true. 
And I'm the type of person that wants to be completely left alone when I enter a new building. Like, I don't want anybody to shake my hand. I don't want anybody to greet me. I want to, if I'm going to a church, I want to be able to sneak in, evaluate the music, the liturgy, the preaching, and then bounce out. I don't want any relational complications. I don't want somebody being like, (laughs) hey, man. And then I see them in the mall the next day and they're like, what'd you think? And I was like, oh, man. That service was whack, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's terrible theology. Ter- mm. I want to just, uh, but now nowadays most people probably do that kind of recon mm. on the internet. They mm-hmm. probably watch a service, mm-hmm. and they probably get at least a little bit of a mm. understanding of what of what it's like. Right. So, I think it's probably more likely than not that people coming to our new building actually want to be greeted. Yeah. Mm. They actually want somebody to come up, shake their hands, and they want. They're, they're making an evaluation. Some people say they make an evaluation within the first five minutes mm. of being at your church, whether you are a loving church, a welcoming church, a joyful church, an inviting church. And if that's the case, we want, we want to meet them right away, yeah. right? We want to meet them right away. We want to shake their hands. We want to be as helpful as we possibly can be to get them where they need to be. We don't want to put any obstacles in their way uh, because we know the gospel itself is already an obstacle. And even our liturgy, for, for many people in the Quad Cities, our liturgy is an, is an obstacle. Mm-hmm. Sure. They've never experienced a, a more formal uh, liturgy in a worship gathering. And so we don't want to put any unnecessary obstacles in their way. We believe mm-hmm. that God wants us to worship him uh, liturgically. And so that's why we, why, why do, we do it that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's important mm-hmm. that we as people who are who are members and, and who are regular attenders, that we have that missional attitude or heart and that missional attitude heart. We talked about this in there and on Sunday night, this last Sunday night at missional uh, uh, community leader training, and that is that everyone within, we said, at the mission, in, in, in the missional community ought to know it's their responsibility to greet the new person who comes in. Now, obviously, in the missional community, it's much easier to to know who's new and who's not new because usually it's just one or two people who will come in on a on a on a day. But uh, but it's it's every it, we should never assume somebody else has greeted them in our yeah. missional community. Same way within, I would say, in a in a gathering in our Sunday mornings, that we should not assume that that person's been greeted if we mm-hmm. do not recognize them. Now, the fear is. Is that, mm-hmm. and we have a we have a pretty big fear here because we have two services. But the fear is, is that you're going to go up to somebody and say, "Hey, I, you know, I see you're new, and uh, what, you know, and then they say, "Well, no, actually, I've been here for two years," you know, and, and, and then you're embarrassed because you you have never greeted them or never saw them or whatever the case may be, uh, and and that can happen because of two services. But even in that case. Uh, it's it's one of those moments where it's okay. It's yeah. okay to be embarrassed. It's okay to be wrong. It's okay to be the oh you know I've never seen you before you know and and, and kind of talk that through because even there even where we're at uh, there's different places that people sit. So there's people up in the balcony that said that I probably have never greeted that I didn't even know and I might do that. Yeah. You know if they came down to the the main level, uh, but it's get over ourselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. I think the easiest thing to do is just say hey. How are you? Or what's your name? Uh, and you introduce yourself and say, how long have you been coming here? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you're going to find, oh, this is my first time. This is my second time. Yeah. Or six years. You right. know, like, oh. <laughs> I've never seen you before. Yeah. 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 And they both laugh. You both laugh yeah, when that yeah, happens. Sure. I mean, that's happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You just both laugh. So one of the reasons that we never had um, greeters is because of this. I didn't want, um, you know, two people to be the official greeters on Sunday and mm. everyone else 
um, feel absolved from their responsibility right. of greeting anybody. Right. Yeah. I wanted us all to be missionaries. I wanted us all to think like outsiders. I wanted us all to be welcoming and hospitable to the people in our row and around us and to have our eyes up. Um, you know, and some, some people do that better than others. Obviously it means you, you got to get here on time if you're going to do it right before mm-hmm. service. Um, or you, you gotta, you know, stay here a little bit later mm-hmm. af- after the service. And we've, because of our two services and because of the kids and the building and all the stuff that we've, it's just created a rush, yeah. you yeah. know, right. for us that I'm looking forward mm-hmm. to that rush being over at least for a little while. Right. So are you saying that you shouldn't consistently show up 15 to 20 minutes late? Yeah, it's probably not the best thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, first off, you miss the pastoral welcome. You miss the first song. You, yeah. Some of you, some of them even miss the confession. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Alex is Alex is you know he, he's he's over his fifteen minute ways, but yeah, God has matured me. Reformed and always reforming, right? Yeah, yeah, he's he's grown in it. I used to think he just didn't like confessing his sin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I do think it's important though. I mean, even on top of that, um, I mean, back in the in the past is. Um, for my family and I, we weren't prepping our nights mm. to be able to come in, mm. to be ready to receive. Mm. And I think for a lot of people, you have to be able to prep your nights. I know it's a Saturday night, um, but what does it look like for you to prep um, your night, to be able to come in early, to actually build relationships, be ready to receive the word, and then be able to hang out afterwards? And it's just a great opportunity for to be on mission. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a really good point. It's yeah. it's Many times I think about that even during the work week. Many times my my next day goes much better when the, the night before I'm mm-hmm. actually getting ready for the next day, and mm-hmm. that would certainly be true for a for a Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. Another thought I had was that it would be important probably for us to um, explain why we do what we do on a, on a more regular basis. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that needs to be always verbal, but and I know we used to have slides up front um, that used to, to, to do that. It seems like I haven't seen those for a while, but that might be an important thing for us to do is be thinking like an outsider kind of is what is is the description what does an outs- how does an outsider experience our mm-hmm. our liturgy yeah. and to be able to it's it's very purposeful it's very intentional it's working through it's kind of walking through the gospel and yet if you're not new or I'm sorry if you are new uh, you're not familiar with that movement and it's uh, it's a good thing for us to be continuing to keep out there as to why we do what we do yeah, yeah. one of the one of the resources we have I haven't seen it in a while. Joel put it together. Is it's literally just says liturgy, why we do what we do, mm-hmm. and it's just yeah. a half a sheet of paper, mm-hmm. and it walks them through the purpose of liturgy, the reason of liturgy, what each piece of it means, and that would be that's probably going to be an important thing to have at our welcome area, mm-hmm. and then probably in the back of in the back of chairs where yeah. we have, you know, those that that like the printed out slides, whatever mm-hmm. we call it, the brochure bulletins, type of deal, yeah, bulletins, bulletins yeah, yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. good. good. Yeah. Another thing we'll have out, out in that atrium, which I'm excited about, is the missional community counter as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the things we talked about at, uh, again, leadership, uh, our leadership uh, class or uh, training. training, yeah, thank you, <laughs> training on Sunday, is that we're going to rotate all of our missional communities' representation uh, once, one week. One missional community is going to be manning that. And it doesn't have to be the missional leaders. It can be anybody in there who's got a good, smiley, friendly uh, you know, articulate uh, individual who can answer questions for 
people who come up to find out about our missional communities because, of course, that's one of our key components of mm-hmm. what it means to be part of Sacred City is being part of a missional community. So, yeah. again, another way to hopefully uh, to make it easy for people to learn and, and to find out what is missional community and then also to find out where they can, you know, they can try it out and see which one works for them. Yeah. Yeah. Any other, what, any other thoughts from you guys? Yeah, I mean keeping your eyes open on a Sunday morning, right? And by that, I mean, it's so easy to get caught in in the flow of traffic or talking to people. And, and we've kind of talked around this principle, but intentionally come in, keeping your eyes open for other people, right? New people. I mean, it's, it, it, it's important, right? It's, it's, I mean, it's necessary. And Ultimately, the way we build relationships is by, and this is going to sound ridiculous, by building relationships, right? So you can't, can't just opt out of that, can't just get into the flow of things because that's, that's not what we do on a Sunday morning, right? Yeah. Well, Rob kind of already talked about it in the last part of John 1, that people come to know Jesus through relationships. Mm-hmm. Yep. And everybody knows that. It's one of the kind of negatives of when your church gets a little bit bigger is that you can get lost in the crowd and just think somebody else is doing it. Somebody else will meet that person, somebody else. And, but when we were young, when we were like early on, there was only like 50 of us, man. And it was like every single new person came in. We knew if we were going to survive, we had to get out there and meet that person. And, you know, and, and, and all the missional community leaders were doing the same thing. I want to get this person to my MC. I want my MC to grow, you know? And when you get a little bit bigger, you can even start thinking about growth as a negative. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's just going to create mm-hmm. more work for me. Then I'm going to have to raise up leaders and multiply, you know? <laughs> and eventually you're just like, nah, I'm comfortable. I'm going to stick where it's at. Yeah. But we're called to make disciples who make disciples. That's what we're called to do. Mm-hmm. We, need to con- we need to continue that work until yeah. our city is renewed and we've got multiple, you know, we can plant more churches and, it's going to take a lot of work for us. And so yeah. that means all of us need to think like disciples. Mm-hmm. And when we're meeting that person, we want to meet them. We want them to feel welcome, but we also want to invite them into our missional community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We want to see them come to know Jesus in a real life-changing way, mm-hmm. a way that, that, you know, the same way that we have, hopefully, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, true. yeah, I think it's having our eyes on the mission mm-hmm. on Sunday morning. And the mission, again, it's... It's not to grow a big church. It's not to, uh, you know, just multiply my missional community. The The mission is to make disciples. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And we do that through Sunday morning. We do that through missional community. We do that through life-on-life discipleship and our, and our fight clubs. And all of that is is deeply relational. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You think about, too, in terms of hospitality, that as simple things as even cleanliness and good smells and and all of that, the, you know, even the mundane things like making coffee and, you know, everybody's going to have a part or a role to play in that in the sense that we want to, we want to have a place that's attractive. We want to have a place that smells good. We want to have a place that's neat. It's not dirty, not mm-hmm. messy, that kind of a thing. When people are serving coffee, that they're doing that well, uh, that, you know, these are all key, key things that are just kind of ordinary, but they're key things that help people feel at home and feel mm-hmm. welcomed and, you know, just enjoy that they are enjoying their experience when they come in through the, come into the building. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We want, in one sense, experience the goodness of God 
experience the truth of God and experience the beauty of God mm-hmm. all in our in our community right. to yep. the best of our ability. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I think we need to change some things. I think our people need to be reminded of uh, their calling to be a disciple maker and a, a missional uh, a missionary on on Sunday morning. Yeah. And we need to be thinking about it, praying about it, and uh, making these adjustments before we move in. Oh, well, late summer, early fall, Lord willing. Yeah, yeah. And I would say you can start practicing that now in your missional communities. So again, think like a missionary even in a missional community to be thinking about what's it like for somebody to step into a whole new experience how are we going to make that com- most comfortable for them and, and remove as many barriers as possible in our missional community yeah. so that when we then on a Sunday morning, the same thing is happening, we're thinking in those same terms, how can we remove all the barriers that they that can be distracting mm-hmm. in order to, for them to hear what we really want them to hear, which is the good news about Jesus Christ. Yeah. So it's so, important. It's good. Cool. Well, did we answer the question, Kevin? I think we did. All right. What did we miss? Is there other things that we should be thinking about to be better missionaries and more hospitable on Sunday morning? Uh, you can text me or you can email me, Dean at sacredcitychurch.com. We would love to talk about it. Hopefully this has been helpful to you. We love you. We're praying for you. God bless. God bless.